We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hello and welcome back to the Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Lee, and this is episode 148. Our guest today is the owner of Double D Horse Trailers, and he has made it his mission to be the safest trailer out there on the road. He has created a couple amazing patents that really set him apart from other trailer companies. So I wanted to hear a little bit about what makes his trailers different and all of the customizations and the whole process in creating your own horse trailer. So without further ado, I would love to welcome our guest today, Brad Heath. I would love to hear how you kind of found yourself first in the equestrian industry. Mm, Great question. So back in the early 90s, uh, my dad and I had a retail store where we sold farm equipment, horse feed, horse tack. It was a really nice store. And then one of the things that we added a couple years later were horse trailers and it was a, a good business for us. We were a dealer buying from other manufacturers and reselling. And one of the things that we noticed is it didn't matter if I had a blue trailer on the lot. You know, our, our customer wanted a red one. If I had a red one, they wanted a blue one. <laughs> order it. It took a long time. And there was a lot of freight because at the time, you know, they're all made in Oklahoma or somewhere. So we we sort of got the brainiac idea, like you know, why don't we just start building them here, hmm. and we think we can you know, offer a good product and the customization. So I think in '97 we put up a brand new facility. I knew nothing about horse trailer manufacturing, wow. but we we got it done and bought the equipment and and started manufacturing. Initially, the product was a steel frame galvanil skin just a a very durable trailer inexpensive a good value and at some point we started doing living quarters and Mm. it's just continued to grow from there so since 1997 we have been in horse trailer manufacturing so we've learned a lot over the years yeah absolutely how what was your experience like with horses that kind of helped you further understand what was necessary in creating a quality horse trailer Sure. So growing up, you know, we always had horses. We lived on the farm, lots of riding. When we did our retail store, we would sponsor uh, a lot of trail rides. So we would have hundreds of clients that would Mm. come from all over. But yeah, the, the experience came from owning horses ourselves growing up and then, you know, throughout life particularly with our customers coming into the store on a frequent basis every Mm -hmm. week to two weeks to purchase horse feed. So we had that constant interaction uh, and feedback of what folks were looking for, what the pain points were in trailer designs. So yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, amazing. Talk to me a little bit about the like, what is the most popular thing that people are looking for in horse trailers? Is there a size that, you know, tends to be the most frequently asked for certain features? What do you kind of, what kind of feedback do you get? So the most popular request would be a bumper pull two horse. Hmm. 
we probably build more of those than you know any other model, but a significant amount and mix of models. Uh, the three horse gooseneck is very popular. And as of recent, in the last couple of years, the one horse has started catching on. We have some clients that are towing with the very small SUV. They're only hauling one horse. They mm-hmm. never plan to haul any more horses and you know want the ability for that very compact trailer to hook up and go. So that's been a nice market for us. Totally. Yeah. What would you say is an area of the, this within the industry that you are super passionate about that you feel like the rest of the industry either just doesn't know a lot about or doesn't talk that much about? You know, when we look back at the history of horse trailers, I think uh, a lot of the initial manufacturing, I don't know what year, but perhaps the 60s when it started to become commercialized in the 70s. And at the time, the only materials that were available or the technologies were pretty much cold roll steel. They'd weld the things together. They put cheap paint on it. Mm-hmm. And in a few years, it would start rusting. So steel sort of got a bad rap in the industry right out of the gate. And in the early 80s, manufacturers started looking, you know, what can we do so these things don't rust? And they started building aluminum trailers. And, you know, that technology has been around for a long time. But unfortunately, you know, aluminum is not the best material for horses. It transfers a lot of heat, noise, and vibration. It's very malleable. So when you make it thick enough that it will hold, uh, the welds can break. It'll oxidize, you know, over time with the horse urine if you don't keep that off. And so there's just some things about it that when we started manufacturing, it was like, hmm, I don't think this is the best way to build these things. Yeah. You know? So we, we, we really broke the trailer down into various components. You know, what, what do we need in the floor? What type of material do we need on the inside wall so a horse's hoof doesn't go through? Mm-hmm. What material do we need in the roof so, you know, we're not baking our horses as they're traveling down the road? And then just the overall designs, I think at the time, you know, these conventional rear tacks, which are still in the market today, that's what probably 95% of the industry does. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of dangers associated with those. So we, we just tried to focus on, hey, what can we do to make improvements as far as horse safety and horse trailer safety and horse handler safety? Mm-hmm. You know, what uh, encouraged us or gave us the idea of inventing the safe tag back in 1999 we used to build the trailer with the same style rear tack that you know everybody else has done since the 80s and we had a client that loaded her horse and the short version is she ended up breaking her arm Mm. and it was because of you know that rear tack being in the way so yeah the the safe tack we developed and it's really you know Uh, solved a lot of problems associated with that loading and unloading. Do you have a like various options for loading for your trailer models or do you kind of stick to one? Do you think one is a lot more safe than the other? Kind of walk me through your thoughts on different types of loading. Yeah, so I guess the age-old argument, straight load versus slant load, you know, we we hear that a lot. We Mm -hmm. offer both, although we build very few very few straight loads, probably 95% of our sales are 
know, slant, we have become really good at designing slants that are safe for horse and handler. And a huge majority of our clients are warm blood owners. I think slants over the years have gotten the reputation of, you know, large horse will not fit in my slant load. Mm -hmm. And it's just not true. A large horse will not fit in a slant load where the stall is too small, uh -huh. but they ride very well when the dimensions are correct. And yeah, the, the most popular recent trend that we've seen, you know, a lot of independent research suggests that horses haul with less stress in a rear-facing configuration. Hmm. I think one of the most compelling that I've seen, I can't remember, it's a university. It was not in the U.S., but they did a really good documentation. It was 12, 15 pages long worth of material that sort of came to the conclusion that, you know, when horses are in that rear-facing configuration, they haul with, with less stress, lower cortisol levels, things like that. Mm. In 2013, I believe it was, we had a client reach out to us that owned a particular brand. I don't remember what she had, but she says, I love your safe tack. I think it's fantastic, but I want to load my horses from the side and unload through the, you know, through the back doors. So in a, in a reverse load mm -hmm. and we set out and started looking and reverse loads have been around for a very long time, but we found that they were littered, if you will, with design flaws and particularly safety issues mm. uh, for, for horse and handler. So we sort of rolled our sleeves up and solved the associated issues for loading and unloading in that reverse configuration and today have a patent on the design. So clients from all over the U.S. reach out to us for the technology in fact, I had one message just yesterday and she said, I'm, I'm ready to place my order for the true walk-on, walk-off trailer, you mm -hmm. know, so the horse could walk through. But we have, you know, testimonial after testimonial on our site, customer stories and interviews that reach out to us, hey, I have this particular horse, he or she is a problem loader. She, he doesn't travel well, gives, gives a lot of issues. And they have ordered these reverse load safe tack designs. And at that point, say, hey, my horse walks right on. They're not sweaty when they get from point A to point mm -hmm. B. There's no claustrophobia there. So we've really helped a lot of owners in the last, you know, seven or eight, nine years, if you will, take those difficult loaders and really just turn them into a nice loading horse. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, since we have already touched, you know, quite a bit on the conventional slant load and just overall safety in the loading aspect of horse trailers, what would you say is the biggest mistake people often make when they use their horse trailers? A mistake when using, hmm, I don't know if it's a trailer that we didn't build, you know, again, the conventional rear tack is a huge safety issue. Mm -hmm. We often see a butt bar or a butt strap mm. uh, at the back. And, you know, if it's a butt bar, you're standing at the horse's hind end trying to unlatch, which is certainly a safety issue. If you right. have a, a, the, the kicks of the strap, you can cut a horse. 
And even in the dividers themselves, we see lots of solid dividers without any airflow or light coming through. So it just increases the claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. But yeah. as far as the mistakes that actual clients make, I don't really know. Yeah, probably not your clients as much so as um, things that you hear, maybe maybe clients who have had other trailers in the past. There's, I mean, I feel like there's definitely certain models and, and things that you don't do that other other companies might do that would definitely have some safety issues to them. One mistake comes to mind. I had a client up in Maryland many years ago, a small two-horse bumper pull straight load, and we received the phone call that her horse had fallen out the back door of the trailer while traveling mm. on, on the highway. Thankfully, the horse was, you know, he was okay, he survived, skin up, but it turned out okay. And as we researched that, she said the horse was tied, the butt bar was up, and then the back door has two safety latches on it, one bar latch and then a safety latch to go in that. And I said, well, I, I can't figure out how the horse broke the tie, broke through the butt bar, turned around and unlatched wow. both of those latches while <laughs> traveling because there's nothing that broke on the trailer. Yeah. And after we you know, continued to prod a little bit and, and speak with the customer, I think they loaded up really early in the morning, 4.30 or 5 o'clock. And she said that her young daughter is the one that latched the back door and they, they just didn't get it latched very good. So oh, unfortunately, gosh. that was, you know, a mistake that happened. But thankfully, no one was hurt or injured and, and it mm-hmm. did work out. Yeah, I think following a a mental checklist when, you know, getting yourself all situated before going on a trip like that with horses is so important. Checking all of the latches, doing, you know, checking the windows, checking the locks again, and, and having some sort of system is so important for just the overall safety. Even with bumper pulls, mm. I, I keep thinking of more things now. I've had folks that would purchase a new trailer and three or four days later, we'd get a call or a week or what have you that said, hey, I was pulling out of my driveway and it popped off the ball and the safety chains caught it and the jack you know, drove mm. through the driveway and it bent the jack. There's something wrong with the coupler. And so we do see that on bumper pulls from time to time. No issue with the coupler. If it's installed correctly and it's latched properly, it's not going to come off of that ball unless something breaks. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you know, a lot of folks, they're just not experienced enough, I guess, and they don't get the bumper pull rolled down around the ball, but rather it sits on top of uh-huh. it and it'll just pop right off. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to take a minute and say a huge thank you to our sponsor today, Formahoof. If you haven't heard of Formahoof before, our wonderful episode, episode 124 with Rob Stevenson is amazing and you get all the details of Formahoof, but in a nutshell, Formahoof is the fastest and most effective way to solve a wide range of hoof pathologies, improve your horse's long-term soundness, and to instantly reduce hoof pain without drugs. Formahoof gives farriers and vets and equine practitioners 
pioneers a proven and reusable solution that delivers fast, measurable results that are replicable time and time again. The unique patented liquid fit Forma Hoof molding process creates a non-invasive three-dimensional protective and supportive overlay right on the horse's hoof. By creating the form of a perfectly healthy, balanced hoof, Forma Hoof delivers immediate results, assisting farriers in the fight against a multitude of hoof-related disorders, from laminitis to white line disease to hoof cracks, high-low syndrome, and full limb deformities. To find out more information, please visit their website at formahoof.com. That's F-O-R-M-A-H-O-O-F.com. Thank you so much, Forma Hoof. All right, let's get back to the episode. So tell me a little bit more about SafeTac. I mean, you kind of talked about how the design was first started, but tell me a little bit about the importance of having that design and kind of the process of patenting it and, and how it kind of is involved in the trailers that you offer today. Sure. So a lot of horses don't like to load through those narrow hallway doorways, mm-hmm. if you will. Just, you know, they'll, they'll pull back, make some panicky. And then the other issue with a conventional rear tack, there's not enough room for the horse and handler. So if you have a guy that you need to walk in, uh, there's nowhere for you to go. And it's certainly a, a safety hazard in that. Right. Granted, a lot of rear tacks and most, you can collapse the walls and truly open up the back end of the trailer. But I've seen most of, I've seen rear saddle compartments before and they are full of stuff. And in order (laughs) to collapse those walls, I mean, you really just have to clean the thing out to collapse it. And when you're trying to load a horse, that's no fun. With the safe tack design, we have some, we actually have an extra partition on the back. So a two horse trailer has two dividers we're the only manufacturer that I'm aware of in the U.S. that does that. And we purposely force the user to open those back doors because you can't swing the divider around unless the door, you know, the doors are open. And the reason for that, one, we don't want someone trying to load a horse to the narrow doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, we want the entire back of the trailer open and available for loading or unloading. And I say both. So once you get those doors opened up, saddle compartments out of the way, you would load your last horse, tie off the head, close off the extra safety partition, and then close the back doors. Once you arrive, you know, point A to point B, mm-hmm. often when you open those doors up, you know, your horses, you know, we've had horses that want to try to dart out. And if there's just a strap or something there, you know, that could be a hazard. So having that extra partition allows the handler to step up inside of the trailer. You can, you know, talk to your horse, rub them, Mm -hmm. uh, untie when they're calm and ready, and then just open that divider up. And there's enough, plenty of room that they can turn around and walk out. So you don't have to back out ever. Nice. Yeah, that's, I think that that's huge. What kinds of riding disciplines are your trailers for? Is there like specific disciplines that you cater to? Not really. We have folks from pleasure, quarter horse, barrel racers, lots of warm blood clients and dressage 
folks that are, you know, doing some racing, pulling carts. It's, it's really just all over. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And I think, I feel like a question you might get a lot is, is there, do you make different specifications based on the size of the horse? Like if you have a giant, you know, 17, three hand horse, are you making different modifications or how does that work? Absolutely. So, and the last many years, you could go on our website, click on customize and customize a model out with the features that you know are important to you. But the thing that we didn't have on that builder tool was the ability where you could select your horse size. So once your build out would come through, we would ask, hey, what's the height, weight, breed of your largest horse? Mm-hmm. And then we would make the change on the width and design to, to accommodate. But we just added that in, I think, the last four or five weeks. So it's actually yes. on our site now. And as you're going through doing the design, you would specify your horse size and the calculator would, you know, calculate the, the cost of doing that. But you're correct. You know, most slant loads, they will support up to around a 15 to 1,100 pounds smaller breed, such as an Arabian. If we increase the length, the overall length of the trailer by one foot in that stall, you can haul up to a 16 to thoroughbred, you know, 1,200 pound range. Once we start jumping into, you know, a a draft breed or a warm blood, perhaps 17 hand or under, we'll go with a couple of different measurements. So a 90 inch width on the box, we'll just bump those walls out to give, you know, the horse additional nose to butt length required so they can lower the head while traveling cough, clear the dust and debris out when needed. If it's up to a 17-2 hand warm blood, we'll bump the width to a 96 inch, which is an eight foot wide, again, with that extra one foot of length. And you can haul you know, a 17-2 guy without issue. Once we, once we leave the 17-2 and we get up to 17-3 plus, at that point, we add, I think it's 15 inches to the stall rather than 12 inches. Mm-hmm. And we make the entire trailer 102 inches, which is full federal legal width. And there's absolutely zero fender on the outside. So <laughs> if you look at the sidewall of the trailer, it just goes straight down to the tire. There's no fender there. But with those dimensions, you know, I just had a client recently in Florida. She has a safe tack reverse with the double side ramp and a gooseneck. And those are very popular. And 17.3 warm blood, 1,550 pounds. She ordered the 102-inch width with the dimensions that we suggested. And she's really been an advocate for our brand and how well her horses travel and how cool they are, you know, mm-hmm. and go, going through Florida. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Lots of good feedback. Amazing. Yeah. And with summer right around the corner, are there any specific things horse owners should do or any tips that you have to keep their animals safe and cool during the summer travel season? Yeah, so I guess one of the things that I see, you know, folks traveling with the drop windows, the the feed windows in the down position, and often will let the bars down so the horse can stick their head out. I personally don't think that's a good idea, but there's uh, some mixed feedback on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other 
things that, that we would recommend, you know, just make sure that your trailer is well ventilated. If you can have those tubular see-through dividers, that's fantastic. More airflow can come through. Stall fans, certainly an advocate for stall fans. You can do one on the butt side, one on the head side. As long as you're traveling, you're moving, typically you've got enough airflow where, you know, your horse will be comfortable. But once you stop in traffic at a gas station, at a restaurant to eat, there's no air moving at all. So those fans can, can really come in handy. And, and then I guess the last thing that comes to mind, I did a video a few years ago and it says, do you know the temperature of your trailer roof? Hmm. And we walked out into a trailer with the camera rolling digital thermometer in our hand it's on our website and we just stuck it right to the roof of a competitor trailer and the temperature went up I believe it was 148 degrees and it was so hot you could not hold your hand on it and then we walked out of that trailer camera still rolling into you know one that we had manufactured with the safe pump roof system and put the thermostat on it and I think it was 35 or 40 degrees lower wow. than what the other one was. It was actually cool to the touch, uh, mm. much issue with it. So as owners are traveling, if you have a, an aluminum trailer with a mill finish aluminum roof, mill is the natural color of aluminum. It's the shiny stuff. It's very thin. That roof should be insulated. Mm. And if, if, Customers would do that and horse owners just insulate those aluminum roofs. It makes all the difference. It's like night and day while traveling as far as the comfort of the horse. Definitely. Another question I had is, what is your take or what do you offer as far as camera surveillance so you can kind of keep an eye on your horses while you are hauling them and going on a trip? Yeah, those have been very popular Probably in the, just the last five years, lots of clients are beginning to request camera systems, whether hauling short distance or long distance. They like the ability to monitor horse. It has sound so you can hear what's going on. You can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And there's also a camera outside above the back door so you can see the traffic behind you or if you're trying to to back up the particular brand that we use is ranch cams ranchcams.net i've been working with the owner of that company i think since 2013 their cameras cost a little bit more than both but they're very durable and if you have a problem with it i can get the owner right on the phone you know we can diagnose that issue and get our customers taken care of quickly. So service is just a big, it's a big part of our business and making sure that we use really good components that are going to last for several years. Amazing. And for anyone listening who is interested in learning about all of your features or maybe to request a quote, where can they head to? Yeah, just go on our website, doubledtrailers.com. And you could fill out, you know, the request a a quote form. We do the majority of our communication. We do things a little differently than most. I rarely, rarely speak on the phone with the client. So all of our communication is written. So we have that, you know, that nice record to follow. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is designing a trailer takes 
oftentimes several weeks. And then some folks, it may take uh, months or even years as they're planning, you know, their next future dream trailer that they're going to keep for the next 25 years. Right. And so having those details, you know, by the time you and I hang up from this podcast, I will have forgotten probably <laughs> 90% of what we discussed. Uh-huh. But if I have it in writing, you know, then we can uh, document all of that. And the luxury is, you know, we have a 100% money back guarantee in writing right on our website. Mm. So when the new trailer arrives, you know, the client has full legal right to inspect it. And if it's not correct, you can refuse delivery. So it's, hmm. super, it's super important. It throws all the liability on us and it just keeps us on our, on our toes. So having that written record seems to work very well. But yeah, just go to the site. There's over 700 pages of information. We hmm. probably have more info regarding horse trailers and horse trailer safety and towing information than any other site in the U.S. Hmm. Uh, There's a video section with lots of videos, so uh, very informative. Love it. Well, Brad, thank you so much for taking the time. I think that this is a super important topic because all of us as equestrians have to utilize horse trailers and understand the safety and the setup of one. So thank you so much for taking the time and I wish you all the best. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for having us. All right, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute and write a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. It helps people like you find the podcast and it helps me get some killer guests. Thank you so much and I will talk to you next week.